Welcome to the Business of Psychology podcast, the show that helps you to reach more people, help more people, and build the life you want to live by doing more than therapy. This is the first episode in our series on how to effectively develop and market an online course. This series is designed for any psychologist or therapist that is thinking about developing an online course as a passive or semi-passive income stream. But the strategies we talk about are equally useful for any other product or service that aims to help lots of people all at once. So do keep listening, even if your dream is a book or a resource pack or an app rather than a course, because it's all relevant. Now, it might seem weird that in this episode, the first one, we're talking about creating a freebie before we even start thinking about your overall online course. This is actually a very important part of your strategy for two reasons. Firstly, because if no one downloads your freebie, you might need to reevaluate the topic of your course. And it's better to do that before you've spent time and money on developing the full programme. And secondly, because in order to sell an online course, you'll need at least a few hundred people on your email list, even if you only want to sell a handful. So you need to get cracking on this right away. Online sales conversion rates are between 1% and 4% usually. So that means that if you have 400 people on your mailing list, you would be doing really well to sell four courses. So given that it takes time to get people onto a mailing list, we really need to get rolling with getting people onto your list right away. So later on in this series, we're going to have episodes on how to create a landing page for your freebie, how to promote your freebie, how to create engaging course content, and how to eventually sell your course via email marketing to the people who have downloaded your freebie. Um, And I'll be bringing in experts along the way to give their input and I'll be sharing my experiences too. So with all of that, I'm very excited to get going with part one. Let's get cracking. So firstly, why should psychologists and therapists create a freebie when they want to sell an online course? Uh, And what even is a freebie? I'm using that word a lot and it's starting to lose meaning to me. (laughs) So Really, the reason for this is you can't expect people to trust you enough to buy your online course based on an advert or even a Google search. People need to develop a relationship with you before they can trust you with their time and their resources. So the best way of developing this relationship is collecting contact information for people who you know are definitely interested in what you're offering. You can then regularly email them with valuable free content and information about your paid products and services. So in a nutshell, a freebie helps you to grow a list of interested people who have already raised their hand and said that they're kind of interested and would like your product or service. It helps you to create a stable base of interested people to promote future products or services to. It also helps you to create an audience that you can talk to when you're designing your products and services. And you'll know that's a really important part of the process to always be getting feedback from people and chatting to them about what they want and need from you. And finally, it helps you create a valuable asset for your business that gives you something to sell if you retire or you want to step away from your business. 
So do see the episode on the three marketing strategies to hear more about the importance of online audience building. But that's it in a nutshell. So when should you start thinking about creating a freebie to sell your online course? Well, it's beneficial, to be honest, to start growing your email list as soon as you have an inkling that you might want to create an online course or other passive income product. However, there are a few things that need to be in place first. Number one, you need to have consistent revenue from your core practice coming in. If you're not there yet, if you're still living hand to mouth, then focus on high touch relationship building um, to get that consistent revenue coming in so that you can feel a bit more comfortable. Because there are a few key pieces of software that you're gonna need to do this, that they're not massive investments, but they are investments. Um, So if you're really struggling financially, you're not realistically gonna be able to implement this stuff yet. So you need that coming in first. Secondly, you need a really good understanding of your ideal client for the online course you want to create and what they need. You don't have to have a fully fleshed out idea yet, but you do really need to know who it is you're trying to serve with this course. So if you don't have a very clear and specific idea of your ideal client group yet, then go back to our episode on finding your ideal clients and I'll link to that in the show notes for you. Thirdly, you need to have created some cornerstone content. So you need to have tested that there are people who are interested in the ideas that you're talking about in your blog posts, your podcast episodes, or your YouTube videos, so that you know that there are people out there who are interested enough in your specialism and you've got a little bit of traction on social media with that. So you can see our episode on creating cornerstone content and blogs um, to let you know how to move forward with that strategy and I'll link to that in the show notes too. Finally, you also need a GDPR compliant email marketing software, which is set up to collect emails. So I'm not going to go into the technical detail on this podcast because it would be boring, frankly. Um, But there are lots of software providers that can do this for you. Some of the most common are MailChimp that offers a free program to get you started. Uh, ConvertKit, that's the one that I use and I find most intuitive. And ActiveCampaign. Um, I've used MailChimp and I've used ConvertKit and I can vouch for them both. They will do what you need them to do. ActiveCampaign I haven't used, but I've heard good things about. And if you need um, tutorials on getting started with any of those, then just search on YouTube and there are plenty of help videos to get you up and running. They're not too expensive when you don't have many people on your list. and they will keep your data safe and secure so that people can give you their emails in confidence. And they also will allow you to email people without sharing all of their information with everybody else. So they're totally essential um, before you can start collecting emails from people. So what should be in a good freebie for selling an online course? So a good freebie is all about solving a problem for your ideal client. It's usually something that they can download or an online training that they can attend that takes them one step closer to the overall goal that your paid product or service will ultimately help them achieve. So there needs to be a golden thread that runs through from understanding your ideal client, the problems that they have, to the problem that your freebie solves, 
all the way through to the overall problem that your main course is going to help them solve. The number one mistake I see people making with their freebies is disconnection between the freebie that they're offering and the paid product that they go on to offer. And this is a mistake that I made several times actually before I got it right. So when I started um, wanting to sell a online hypnobirthing course, what I created as a freebie was a um, well-being in pregnancy uh, email series. So it was like an online course with videos, but it was delivered to you via email. And this was really popular. Lots and lots of people downloaded my well-being uh, email series. However, none of those people went on to do the hypnobirthing course. So what I did was I went back and I spoke to people about, you know, so you said you really loved the email course, why aren't you interested in uh, in my hypnobirthing program, which was a, a kind of live program um, that I that I ran. And people were not interested in this because they weren't necessarily concerned about their birth at this stage. So I'd attracted people who, yes, they were pregnant, but no, they weren't particularly concerned about birth. There was a disconnect there between the people I'd attracted with my freebie and the people who were gonna want my main course. So what I find really useful to do now is to lay out a table where I have in one column who the ideal client is, and I write a little summary of that. In the next column, I have what problem they're struggling with. They're like central problem that I want to solve for them. Then I have the problem my freebie solves, and then I have a column with the problem that my main course solves. So let's talk through a few worked examples of that because I know it can sound a little bit um, difficult to get your head around if, you've, if you're not used to thinking in that way. So let's take, let's take you guys maybe as an ideal client. Um, so in this case, the ideal client might be psychologists and therapists feeling burned out in private practice. The problem that they want to solve is they want to create an online course, but they don't know how to do it. So a freebie I could create would be a template to create the perfect freebie to start growing your email list, because that's the first thing that they need to do in the online course creation journey. And then the main course that I could create and put out there would be a complete online course showing how to create and market an online course. And surprisingly for you all, um, <laughs> that freebie and that main course are both things that I've got coming up for you in the Do Modern Therapy membership. <laughs> Probably not very surprising to you. Um, so, but let's think of a example that you might be using in a clinical practice. So one example I've taken inspiration from, um, somebody that we've got coming up to talk to us in this podcast series, Catherine Hallisey. Uh, her ideal client is parents of, of toddlers. And, and let's, you know, departing from what Catherine does slightly, let's imagine that her ideal client would be parents of toddlers who are seen as difficult, who are often seen to be behaving badly in public. So the problem that the parents are facing is that they want to shout less and they want to be a bit of a calmer parent. So one freebie that Catherine could create to, um, to solve the first part of that problem could be something like three ways to a more peaceful dinner time with your toddlers. And then that could lead to the main course, which is a complete calm parenting course. So there's a thread that runs all the way through there that makes it a very logical step to go from that freebie to the main course. 
And then finally, an example for people maybe working more in the adult mental health field might be something around um, an ideal client who's an executive feeling burned out at work. So their overall problem is that they don't have very good work-life boundaries. Um, you know, maybe they're working way too many hours and, and really struggling with burnout at work. So a freebie that you could create for that ideal client group might be three ways to say no to your boss without annoying them. And that could lead to a main course, which is something like creating the work-life balance you deserve a 12-week program. So you can see there that there has to be a logical thread linking the freebie to the paid offer. And that's really important because you don't want to spam people who are not interested with information about products or services that aren't relevant to them. There is nothing worse than doing that. For a start, you get angry emails in your inbox, which is horrible. Um, but also it makes you feel like an unhelpful, spammy, nasty, kind of sleazy marketer. And that's not who you are. It, it's also crucial because when you grow your business, you're very likely to start paying Facebook or Google to bring more people to your freebie. So if your freebie is really specific and is only interesting to the people who will also want your paid offers, you're much more likely to make that money back quickly. Um, and don't worry if you're not at the stage where you've ever thought about paid advertising yet. That's quite right. You want to check that your freebie works and that your customer journey basically works before you add the fuel that is paid marketing to that strategy. But I just wanted to flag that up because if this does work for you, then that is the way that you will most likely accelerate the growth of your business. So you've got to be thinking in that way from the beginning. Okay, the structure of your freebie, how are you actually going to give this to people? So the best freebies are actually really short and sweet. People are super busy and they're not fully committed to learning with you yet. So things like checklists, step-by-step -step how-to guides and video tutorials all work really well as freebies. You can also use a webinar as a freebie and you might have seen me doing that for Psychology Business School, but those do require a higher commitment from people. So if you've not got loads of cornerstone content out there yet, you've not spent a lot of time on social media, building a bit of a following, they can be more difficult to attract people to um, because people generally need to know you a little bit before they'll commit to coming along to a webinar. Um, but they can work. So whatever format you choose, the following elements should be included in your free offer. Firstly, you need to name the pain. So let your ideal client know in two sentences that you understand their problem and remind them of why they downloaded your freebie or decided to attend your webinar. Secondly, you need to name the solution. Just a sentence or two about how your guide is going to help them. Don't go into lots of depth here. It's just a quick reminder of, of why it's worth reading the rest of your download or sticking around for the rest of the webinar. Next, you want to give them between three and five, and there's no hard and fast number. I've seen seven work really well. Um, I'd say less than three would look a bit thin. Um, but generally between three and five is a good guide. But three and five action steps to take. This is where you give your valuable advice on how to solve their problem. Keep it short 
and keep it friendly to an overwhelmed mind. Remember, it's better here to give lots of practical help and just link out to the theory behind it because this is all about moving them forward fast. Next, you want your call to action. Just one to two sentences about how they can get further support from you. Ideally, a clear next step like book a call or check out the full program. And you're going to follow this up with emails that you send to them in their inbox. So again, don't make it lengthy, really short. One sentence if you can manage it. Sometimes I need two because I just can't quite sum it all up in one. Um, But really, you don't want to be boring people with lots of information here. Finally, you want a note about the author. I like to put a tiny little picture of me and just a few words about what I do at the end of longer freebies. I think it helps to build the relationship and also means that they know who Rosie Gilderthorpe is when I pop up in their inbox. So I really like to do that. Another top tip is to plan all this out on one sheet of paper before you start creating. And I've actually created a template to help you to do that. And the reason that I think that's really important is that that way you can make sure that you're not setting out creating something that is too big and overwhelming. And you can sense check that that golden thread that leads to your paid offer is really clear throughout. Um, So if you want that template to follow, which will will just help you work through that table that we talked about in the beginning and make sure that you're covering all of those key points I've just mentioned in your freebie and, and hitting them all, then you can download that from the psychologybusinessschool.com site and I'll link to that in the show notes right now. So I hope this episode has got you bursting with ideas about a freebie that you can create to start growing your email list. The most important thing is to not hold off waiting for the perfect time. You're going to achieve great things if you let yourself get started today and start building that list right now. Do you dream of creating an online course? Are you desperate to reach more people, but skeptical that you can actually make it work? The truth is a lot of online courses made by psychologists and therapists do fail. But that isn't because the content is bad. It's because the marketing strategy sucks. And the truth is your marketing isn't a separate thing. Talking to the community that you want to serve should be part of the development of the course. Getting to know them, giving them free resources and building relationships while you build your course in the background is the key to success that most psychologists and therapists miss. Well, not you, (laughs) because you can download my free course creation guide and get yourself on the right track to creating a course that people actually want and need. The guide talks you through the first essential steps that you must take when planning your course so you can avoid the expensive mistakes that I see so many well-intentioned people making. Get yours at psychologybusinessschool.com now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Business of Psychology podcast. If you share my passion for doing more than therapy, then make sure you come over and join my free Do More Than Therapy Facebook community, where you can work on getting your big ideas off the ground with like-minded psychologists and therapists. I'd also love it if you could leave this show a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
it will help more of the people who need it to find it. See you next week for more tips and inspirational stories to help you do more than therapy.